That's ought to be a good one. Started with a yawn. Holy fuck. Uh, I'm finally back. I uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I drove for 16 hours on my way home from New Mexico, and I just didn't give a fuck. I didn't want to do a podcast. And uh, I actually had a podcast uh, in the queue, if you will. And I just decided against posting it. Uh, I was going to post that, uh, whatever, a week and a half ago when I was, uh, while I was in New Mexico. And then I planned on doing a podcast with my, my buddy Levi while we were there. But again, hunting got in the way. God damn it. Oh, fuck. I lost my hat. Um, yeah, I've been, I've been getting tons of requests. It's actually true. I'm not, I'm not joking about that. It's surprising how many people message me when I haven't been on in a week or two. Like, hey, what's up? Did you finally throw in the towel? What's going on? I got a long drive. I got a fucking whatever. I don't know. I get it. But, uh, I actually, uh, Oh, bitch. Uh, I didn't get my warrior fuel in today, this afternoon. I'm actually on the road. I decided to, uh, I had to come to the big city for a little bit, grab a few parts for a job, and I wanted to get my bow uh, retuned. So I went to Black Hills Archery. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. I know what you're thinking. Aren't you a fucking douchefluencer? Don't you know how to fucking tune your own bow? I do not. I mean, I do, kind of. When it comes to wheelie bows, I know fucking very little. You know, I don't know. I don't have the greatest form. Old Jacob over there at uh, Black Hills could probably fucking... He probably would second that. We struggled a little bit. I couldn't, I don't, I don't, we couldn't really figure out what the fuck I was doing, but we couldn't really get rid of my knock high. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now I've done it. Now I've fucking invited all the Botex out there to, to fucking onslaught me with their knowledge. I don't mind. I just ignore it. (laughs) Anyway, we got her close. We got her close. Um, I was going to fuck with it myself. I have a... I have the... uh, Oh, Jesus Christ. I got a vice and I've got a, a press. But I don't have the attachment to do... Uh, a, uh... Oh, fuck. I'm losing my goddamn mind without any caffeine. I, I didn't have any real good way of test checking timing, and I thought there was a pretty good chance since I just got new strings that, uh, well, like a couple months ago, now that I've shot them in, I figure my timing might be a little off. I wasn't shooting broadheads real good. I just, and I changed a few things. Let's go into gear for a little bit here. This is going to be a fucking 
possibly a long ass podcast, um, mostly to avoid my hunger. I'm fucking starving, and I have a lot to say because it's been a couple weeks. But uh, no, I uh, I got so there for a while. I jumped back to my um, I don't know. I went to a uh, Whisker Biscuit, and I'll tell you, and I know I'm fucking everybody's already laughing out loud, just fucking knee slapping. How hilarious that is. I love the idea of the Whisker Biscuit. I really do. You know, no frills. Um, I've shot one for a lot of years, and then I went to a QAD dropway. I'll be honest. I've never had a dropway malfunction. I've never had the, the cable I use the, it's the cable driven one, you know, I've never had the, the little rope come undone, but again, I don't hunt that much uh, in the back country with that bow, usually if I'm remote, I'm with my stick bow, and so I just get nervous, I get nervous about things and I try to fix them, I've spent lots and lots of money trying to fix shit that ain't broken. That's a good lesson for you. Don't fucking do that. But anyway, I decided uh, to go back to my dropaway rest. Uh, I don't... I never had any problems with the... um, But it had a little bit of a noise. As those uh, veins go through the the, uh, whiskers, there's a little bit of noise. And there's a little bit of noise as you draw your bow. And especially if it's... If it's got, like, the ends of the bristles are kind of, not loud. It's probably not even, it's probably splitting hairs, but I just went back to what what I'm used to. And when it fails, I'll be fucking mad about it. Um, and then I've uh, always shot an IQ bow sight. And I got this Rocky Mountain sight, which I was pretty fucking excited about. But, but if, if you listen to that podcast, you know that my main fucking goal is to not have, to have the ability to have three or four pins and have a floating pin, but not a floating housing. I fucking, I don't understand why that's a thing. I think it's fucking stupid. I'm not a fan. Not even a little bit of a fan. Um, so... I, and I've, I I know what you're all saying. How about an option site? Have you tried an option, Jake? Jake, I I hear options, good. Um, I'll tell you right now. I, this is the story. Honest to God, hand to Christ. Back in the day when I was uh, setting this bow up, and forever. My buddy Ryan, Ryan Rotier, um, he he's a giant option archery guy. He's he's always he was he's he's bragging about this fucking site. He's like, fuck that site you got there. It's stupid. Uh, use this one. It has a floating site. You flip the thing out of the way. You got your three pins, and then boom, you got your slider. I'm like, okay, all right. That's actually pretty cool. Okay, okay, I, I'm with you. And then guess what happened? I told Mr. Sniggle Snyder, 
when we were when we were friends, quote, uh, I said, "Yep, next bow I'm gonna get. I'm gonna put an option sight on." I swear to God, he said, "That's the biggest piece of shit." I broke three of them in the backcountry last year or whenever. I maybe didn't say last year, but at some point, he broke three of them in one year. Now I'm not saying that's a lie. I'm just implying it because <laughs> I don't know. But what I am saying is I decided not to get that site. And I went through a fucking, the same goddamn thing that that guy got me to do with boots. Bought a full, a whole fucking slew of different boots to try to replace the Kenetrex that I loved. <sighs> so I went, and I've never disliked any of the sites other than the fact I never had it happen in the field, thank God. But I did shoot over my target a few times. And I know everybody's like, what the fuck are you, you fucking retarded? You just, you just got to set it. Just every time you re, every time you move, you got to go back. Just, that's got to get in a habit. Okay, that's all fine. Fine and fucking dandy for you. But I don't want that. I want my fucking sight welded to my goddamn bow. I don't want anything on that motherfucker to move. Anyway, I say all that to say this. I bought an option site today. <laughs> I said fuck it. And the only reason that I held off this long is because I'm pretty sure that's the fucking site that Snyder's shooting right now. Um, <laughs> isn't that just fucking par for the course, right? I mean, really. Um, but... I am not shooting it. I didn't shoot it because of... But I'm not going to do that. I just... If it's good... I just don't even pay attention. I just... I know at one point he was shooting it. And that was like a year ago. So there's been 15 different companies since then. We don't have to worry about it. <laughs> anyway. Um, well, I guess... So I got my... I got my bow pretty tuned and uh, I got my new sight on I got to get it sighted in when I get home and get it kind of ready so I'm excited about that that's what I'm doing now here's what I've done in the last couple of weeks because I know you're fucking riveted I know everybody has been kind of uh, waiting to hear about the Ibex hunt and uh, I never even really explained how I got that tag. And it's a good story. So I'm going to tell you. I'm going to bathe you with a story here, folks. So buckle up. Um, no, it's... I did not... So I was on my way home from Arizona. <clears throat> and uh, I had just been there for seven days. And I got a hotel room. I was actually... I got a hotel room in Deming. Which is, if you don't know anything about New Mexico hunting and Ibex, Deming is the town that's right next to uh, the Florida Mountains, which is where the Ibex live. Um, and I get this message, just a random message on Instagram, and it's from a guy, and I didn't realize who this guy was at first, because I'm a moron, and I don't fucking pay attention. It was actually, uh, I think it's it's Mark or Marv Johnson 
uh, the guy that owns part of, or he owns uh, Catamount Gear with and and the one that Frank uh, it's a bino harness I don't use their bino harness never tried it looks great I'm just kind of a you know don't I try to live by the mantra of fucking if it ain't broke don't fix it but I obviously fall off the wagon a lot uh, but they make the like uh, they make a bunch of stuff well not a bunch but they make some bags anyway I don't even know why I'm telling you that this he messaged me I did not realize that's who it was <clears throat> So I didn't really... We've had conversations, too. I should have known who it was. But we've had conversations on Facebook Messenger and then on Instagram from his Instagram handle and then on, on his uh, Catamount page. So I don't... I just didn't tie it all together. But it said, Hey, my buddy uh, had an Ibex tag, drew an Ibex tag. He got hurt. He's got to have surgery. He offered me the tag. I can't go do you want it? And this is like, I think it was January 7th or 8th. I had just spent a week in Arizona and I'm reading this and I'm like, fuck, I'm here. And I'm pretty sure the tag opens on the, like right now. Like I think it opens like right now. So my stupid brain is like, well, fuck, I'm already here. I might as well just, you know, get divorced and fucking stay down here, you know? If I stay here, my wife's probably going to leave me. <laughs> um, but no, I, I was like, well, that's kind of weird. You know, like maybe I should hit this guy up. So I messaged him back. I didn't get him. So I actually like called him. I didn't realize this was a thing, but you can actually call somebody on Instagram. I, I don't know how that works, but he answered, actually answered the phone. And uh, he... Anyway, he explained to me the whole deal, and I was, and I should explain, before this, so when he sent me that message, I'm like, that's bullshit. You can't, you can't transfer a coveted tag like that, can you? Like, that sounds, that sounds sketchy as fuck. So I messaged one of my buddy who's, buddies who's a guide in New Mexico. I said, is this legit? Like, can you do this? He goes, yeah, you, you can do it. It's a fair bit of paperwork and you got to get a doctor's note and then you got to um uh it's got to get approved and it all has to be done before the season starts and I was like well fuck I think maybe the season already started but anyway I call this guy and uh he answers and I'm like hey dude sorry to bother and it's like 10 o'clock at night too um cause I know I'm getting up super early the next day to get out of here and uh, anyway, I uh, call him. He's like, yeah, man, fully legit. My buddy hasn't got rid of the tag. Do you want it? I'm like, when's the season? He said, the 15th to the 29th. I said, damn, dude, I'm, I'm going to have to go home for like a week, turn around and come back. But I may never draw this tag again. And it has always been my dream since I did the hunt. And at some point, I am going to go and do like... Over the next few months, I'm going to go back and do some, um, like, old hunts. And that's going to be one of them. Just tell the story. But uh, I'm like, I'm never going to draw this tag again. And I really want to try to do it with a stick bow. Now that I did it with a compound, um, that that's, like, my goal. Shit. So, anyway, I called my wife. Of course, she's 
supportive and also dejected, you know, that old number. I mean, fuck, I've already been gone. Now I'm going to be gone another, you know, potentially two weeks or ten days or whatever. Right after I get back. Um, it's tough. But she understands this is maybe my only chance. So she's supportive. Anyway, I... So, I did it. I got I got a hold of the guy. We worked it out. He took... We did the paperwork. I paid for the tag, which the tag... He was a resident. And I did not get resident. You know, I still had to pay the non-resident fee, which is like $1,600. Um, and... Uh, I did all that. Now... I will say, so a year ago, I did not put in for this tag. And the reason I didn't put in for it is because Garrett, my Garrett Rosh, my buddy, he said, hey, dude, you know, I was talking to him. I was going to, he's got an outfitter that he works with in New Mexico. I'm like, hey, man, let's, I want to put in with your buddy for Ibex in the guided draw. He says, man, I talked to him or no, he called that guy right then and there we were turkey on I remember he calls him and the guy was like man it's just not what it used to be they've you know they've uh kind of devastated the the uh billies you know the days of shooting you know 30 plus inch billies is kind of over I don't know it was just it just didn't sound good um so I was like ah fuck it I'm not gonna front up 1600 bucks with for a you know, 10% chance of drawing a tag that's kind of already in the shithole. I just, I just moved on to other things. Full disclosure. Um, so, but I, so I knew that the, the, the state of the, the hunt was not what I had experienced because what I experienced was a really good hunt. I mean, it was really, it was tough, but there was, you know, multiple, you were, you were seeing a fair number of people because they give a hundred bow tags out per season, but you were also seeing a fair number of, of goats and you had, you know, multiple stocks a day. If you could muster up the, the fucking whatever fortitude to go up that steep shit. Um, it was just, it was fun. I'm like, you know, even if, if it's not quite that good, it's still going to be fucking way better than most hunting. I was fucking wrong. So I get this tag get and I'm not complaining about the hunt I'll go into the hunt here in a second but I get this tag and I start calling around and uh one of the guides that I know from down there he was busy it was last minute you know I only had about a week and a half before I was gonna I was going I was gonna be there on the 15th no excuse me it's gonna be there on like the 20th or something like that I was gonna hunt for 10 days I was gonna be I think I went on the 19th it was a Friday and I hunted through the uh, end of the season which was 10 full days of hunting it's all I could do you know I mean I, I missed the first four days but I figured hey I'll let the the guys that you know the fucking that's how it kind of was the first time I was there like five guys gave up on the first day you know they get there and like this is stupid um they take off <clears throat> um so I was like all right I'll just let the first opening day go and then it'll be better less people so I start calling around and kind of getting some info and this and that. And I get a hold of one of Levi, my buddy Levi Adamson's friends. And he's like, man, I hunted it. I think he hunted it last year. And he's a good hunter. He's like, dude, they let that population go to shit. I'm like, yeah, I kind of heard that, you know. 
And he's like, man, I think the last I heard, there's only like a couple hundred of them left. I'm like, a couple hundred? We saw about that many in one day last time we were there. You're telling me there's only 200 in the whole fucking mountain range? No way. No way. Absolutely not. I didn't believe him one bit. Uh, but I got a few pointers from him. He said he struggled, but he found Billy's and he was on them, but he just couldn't quite quite close the deal. And uh, so then I get a hold of uh, a guide that I'm trying to get to come hunt with me for a few days. Because you really need a spotter. That's what You really need someone to help flag you in once you get up there. These things move around and it's so steep and nasty. It, it's a, it's, it, It's really... You're, at, you're very handicapped without somebody watching for you. And, and I, it was last minute, so I couldn't get anybody real easily. Levi was going to try to come at some point, but only for a, like a weekend. So I'm trying to get somebody to go hunt with me and, and, you know, obviously pay them. Somebody that knows the unit. And the guide that uh, hunts it quite a bit, he told me, he goes, last survey they did, they counted 118. I'm like, you got to be shitting. And that's not a giant range, but it's fairly good size. I'm like, you, you're kidding. There was more than that in one group in one spot last time I went. And that's since 2017. It's not that far away. Like, what the fuck happened? Turns out, uh, I don't know if they are trying to get rid of them. They gave out, it sounds like they gave out a ton of nanny bags with incentives of, for people to kill them. And, uh, just, I don't know. They put a hurting on it. That's for sure. So then I start sweating. I'm like, I just paid a bunch of money for this. Excuse me, I'm drinking. Drinking some water! Um, and, uh, I'm gonna, I don't really have time. You know, this was not a planned hunt. It was just a kind of thrown together thing. I mean, I... Work is is slow right now, so it's not really that big a deal. But my kids, you know, I want it. This is kind of my time period to kind of be around, you know. So I, it's not like I didn't want to go, but it was we're really starting to wear on me. I'm like, fuck. Now I've got this tag, and I have to go, and uh, I don't have a spotter lined up. That fucking outfit uh, just ghosted me, which kind of pissed me off. Um, you know, just tell me. You can't fucking help me. I don't, you know, I'm offering to hire you. So that kind of, that kind of put a sour puss on, on my fucking face. And, uh, it just, I don't know. So anyway, I loaded up my shit and headed down. I got there on Friday. And this is how I always operate when I get somewhere. Not always, but a lot of times... Even though I hauled my camp, it was dark, and it's been, I say it hasn't been that long, but it's, you know, 17 to now, it's been a fair bit, Um, so I didn't have any, like, real good, my my memory sucks, it's not great, and uh, so I didn't have a real good idea where I wanted to camp, where I was even going to hunt, you know, I know where I shot my billy, but... Uh, that was in the Littles, and I was told that a lot of that ground has been, like, uh, quarantined off by, uh, outfitter. I don't know what the fuck. People said that it wasn't really accessible anymore, 
It's like, shit, I don't know where I'm going to go. So I stayed in a hotel the first night and then got up early and got out there and just kind of did some reconnaissance. Reconnaissance! And uh, <clears throat> I did have uh, some waypoints from Levi's buddy and then I, I did get a hold of um, a guy that guides in there now and then. He had the tag a few years back and he gave me some pointers. So I kind of just started out... Um, on the north end of the uh, of the big mountain and that shit is so gnarly, nasty, steep, jagged, fucking it's just it's just a I mean I, I don't know. With a bow I see why they only kill a couple of them. I think last year during the January season it was a 0% success rate. Nobody killed one and I if I rem- if I heard right, I don't know. But I only think one guy actually harvested one. Now, there's a lot of guys that get shots and wound and the animals get up in the rocks. I did just see a video Levi sent me of a of some rock climbers bringing a billy down for a guy or something. Uh, that's I think that's fairly common. But uh, I don't really have a lot to dive into. I mean, I can't really go day to day. I mean, I did have, you know, I kind of set up my gear to go. This is how I always do. This is like how I do elk hunting. I have like a couple different ways. I have a backpack set up ready to go for a, you know, multi-day pack in. And by that, I mean like three or four days at the max. Cause that's, I'm not going crazy deep. And in this area, you couldn't go crazy deep. All you would be doing is getting up on top so you were there and didn't have to, to scale it. But even that, without a spotter, I don't know. It's it's pretty fucking futile, if you will. Um, and then I had my, uh, just my normal um, camp, my, da- my uh, whatever, road camp, which is honestly that, that Cabela's tent with the center pole. I don't know what it's called. It's like a outfitter tent. I don't, it's not the outfitter tent. It's like a teepee. I don't know. I'd have to look at it. But uh, that thing is fucking money. That, you throw a cot in it and a Mr. Buddy heater. I could live in that. I could literally live in that all year long. And it actually does pretty well in the wind. I mean, you don't want a, a gale force wind with that center pole. It's got a ton of guy wires, um, but it does really well. So that's what I had. I got it set up, and I just... Honestly, what I did is I would just go to an area that I deemed, and I would just start walking. And most guys hit the roads pretty hard and glass and hit the road glass which is probably smart, but the roads are so rough and I just figure anytime that I want to get away from people, I just start walking because once I start walking, I I see people, but most of them are back on the road. Then they see me and they see that I'm already in an area and they're like, ah, fuck it. You know what I mean? Um, and, and I would just glass from the bottom 
uh, every one, the first day I think I ended up on top and I found a group bedded on the top of this fucking, like, spire, if you will. It was literally a fucking spire of rock that stuck up in the air like 50 feet. <laughs> and it was just a straight cliff on it. I mean, it was just, it had to have only been, I mean, it was only big enough for like two Ibex to lay on together. Uh, and that's it. Like, you couldn't have put another one up there. It's just, it's just, these animals are fucking insane. Like, a sheep and a goat. I've hunted sheep, I've hunted goats, and I'll tell you right now, uh, Ibex is a, like, I bet you they're, they're the ones on the monkey bars laughing at the fat kid. You know what I mean? Like, the fat kid that can't even crawl up the stairs to get on the, the monkey bars. That was me. Um, yeah, they're up there just laughing at him. And th- that's the sheep and goats. These things are fucking insane. They walk on sheer cliffs. Um, they have the eyesight of a, of beyond of a goat, of a, 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 not a goat. Well, an antelope. Like literally, I think they have the eyesight of an antelope. Um, I mean a pronghorn. And they are so jumpy that, I mean, they make a fucking Alabama whitetail look like, you know, a tame fucking kitty cat. It's just, and they, it's, it's understandable. They get hunted a lot. Um, I think they have a uh, hundred tag, hundred bow tags in October. Then I think they do maybe 25, uh, billy tags in sometime in November, December for rifle. And then same somewhere in November, December, 25 muzzleloader tags somewhere in there they give out a fucking I don't know how many U tags or a nanny tag excuse me uh, apparently a, a million of them and then they have another hundred tags in January bow tags now not a lot of them are dying by a bow let's be honest but there are guys out there running them around fucking flinging arrows at them especially now now that there's only like 118 of them there's a few bow hunters, you know, two or three bow hunters after each billy. Um, it's it's not good. It's the and and then when it's off season and then there's no fucking douchebags up there running around with bows and arrows. There's mountain lions all over that son of a bitch. And if it's warm, I don't know if they care about this, but there's fucking snakes, rattlesnakes, everywhere. Luckily, I didn't have to deal with that this time. October, fucking snakes everywhere. Um, but anyway, I'm just telling you, they're they're skittish little cocksuckers. I found it. I saw them every single day. I saw a good Billy every day, so I can't complain. A lot of times they were in bad spots. Um, I found one group, and I climbed all the way up to the top. Of this nasty shit. I have no idea where they went. I was in them. I was on them. They had to have been there. I just don't know. I didn't spook them. I didn't see them leave. I just couldn't find them. They were probably on a cliff face below me that I couldn't even see. Because I couldn't look far enough over the edge. That's how these things live. Um, but 
you know, I say all that to say that it was fun. Uh, Levi ended up showing up for uh, the last couple of days of the season. We hunted hard and damn near uh, got a shot. I got up, he guided me in, I got above this big cliff face. The billies were the nannies were coming and I'll be honest with you I was going to shoot a nanny if I got a shot at a nanny I just shot her uh, I already got a billy mounted up on my wall it had been cool to have a, a, a nanny mounted up there with her but uh, the nannies walked under me but they heard me or something which I'll be honest at this point my fucking knees were shaking so fucking bad I was I was I knew I was above them and I knew they were coming my way and I just like the adrenaline hit me so hard because of the nine days that I had not even been able to put an arrow on my bow um it just I got I don't know but I didn't think I made much noise if I made any noise now it could have been they could have smelled me too uh wind was good but in those cliffs it swirls you know it just reacts different along those faces um, they came under me they were straight under me it looked like on the video it looked like they were right below me like 20 yards but the shot would have been probably straight down through the spine <coughs> uh, <coughs> I don't know I don't know how far it was but they looked tiny down there uh, but it didn't even give me a shot I was drawing as, I, as they came through the opening I got to half draw but they never even stopped they just like they did that little like where they tensed up and kind of like their eyeballs looked up for a half a second or less and they were gone and then the billies didn't didn't follow because they made that little beep I don't know they make they almost it sounded like uh sounds like an antelope you know and they meant that I don't know I don't know how to do it but that's kind of what they did and they were gone and uh it's actually kind of funny. I did. I did have one other opportunity earlier in the week. I was walking, um, and uh, I just. I was actually over kind of by the littles, and I was walking on the bottom, and I just happened to look up, and there was a group. What looked like, and they weren't that far up there. It looked like a. It looked like three nannies and and a big billy uh, and I just I just backed up they saw me but they didn't spook I backed up went around went all the way up got on top came over the top and uh, they were still there but I could didn't quite know where they were uh, this is where a spotter would have been fucking handy um, but anyway I I, I legitimately the wind fucked me on this deal. The wind on top was just swirling like a son of a bitch that day. And I was just about to back off, back out. I thought I was actually not very close to them, but it turns out, well, it actually turns out they moved closer to me. They moved my way. Um, and I just, they, I could never see where they were bedded. But all of a sudden, three nannies were just hauling ass away from me and they had been maybe 60 yards but they were bedded or they were standing 
below me on this little ledge or tree where there's I don't know I don't know where they came from to be honest I have no idea but I know they didn't hear me so they had to have smelled me well I ended up running into a guy another hunter and they watched all this happen and he told me what happened so when they took off running I never did see the billy so and they were closer to the end of the mountain where I was at and I was like they had to have been farther when I saw them from down below and there was a billy with them so and I never did get a good look at him so I wasn't 100% sure on the billy thing but I'm pretty sure um so I'm like well I wonder if that group is just three and then there was another group a little farther down but if there was these ones probably spooked those ones I mean what are the odds so I just eased down the ridge got to you know close uh to where I could see the rest of it I didn't see shit I'm like well fuck alright um so I turned around, went back, grabbed my pack. It was pretty much the end of the day. That was the day I had like a pretty long walk back to the tr- truck. So I climbed out that mountain. And uh, when I run into these guys a few days later, they, they told me the whole story. They said, well, we were watching them. He said, when you went around and came up, they had moved over. And then, um, and it was three nannies and a big billy. And he said, you were right above them. And then something happened and they blew out and they ran a ways and they went down. And he said they got on this little ledge. He said, you walked legitimately within 60 yards of them. You were right above them, 60 yards above them. And uh, you looked around for a while and left. I'm like, well, fuck me running. I wish I would have met these guys earlier in the hunt so that they could have fucking you know known who I was flagged at me fucking something tell me tell me what's going on I didn't even know where these guys were at um so I guess that was somewhat of a close call but I don't know if I would count that as a close call um but anyway I don't know it ended on uh day 10 and day 10 was a special kind of fucking gay because Levi had left the night before. It was a Monday. And I have, I had to... Uh, so, I'm doing... Now, bear with me, alright? No. I know it's super, super, super gay. Um, for lack of a better word. But I am attempting to do 75 hard... My wife and I, are we've decided that that was one of our challenges this year. I've always kind of wanted to do it. Um, that's, this is, that's the other thing I want to talk about on this podcast. And I'll finish the Ibex too, but this, this ties in. So just bear with me. <laughs> uh, anyway, I... Uh, yeah, so I have always kind of wanted to do it, but I never have because <clears throat> I never home long enough and that sounds stupid but I'm not gonna you know be able to do it in the in the uh, fall or whatever I just I just I'm sure I could have done it but if a hunt if I had any hunting involved I didn't want to have to um, you know 
work around it with people. I didn't want to be like, oh yeah, hey, I gotta go, you know, for an afternoon run, or hey, I can't eat that fucking granola bar there that you got. It's the only food we got. You know, I just didn't want to deal with it. So I just like, ah, I'm not gonna do it. It's kind of how I live my it's not how I live my life, but that's kind of what I've been doing for the last year, year and a half is, is, uh, you know, doing some sort of cardio once a day, which is somewhere between 30 and 40 minutes. And then I lift for 30 or 45 minutes. <clears throat> so I'll, and then, you know, the diet I'm pretty shitty at normal times, but I've been kind of like, oh yeah. And I've been drinking a gallon of water for years pretty much a gallon of water a day just not strictly so I've kind of always wanted to do it but uh never have so we I told myself I was going to do it this year obviously I wasn't planning on going to uh sorry I gotta get another drink here I gotta get my gallon um yeah, I wasn't planning on I I wasn't planning on going to on the Ibex hunt, and uh, so I was gonna start it after my January uh, coos deer hunt, and then knowing that that would just about give me just about enough time to get done before I go to New Zealand with my wife to hunt there in April. So I'm telling you all this because. I had to start on whatever that would have been, January 29th. 29th was the absolute latest I could start and still finish. And now if I did it on the 29th, I I still have to be, we fly out on the 12th and I have to be, I still have to be doing it that day. Um, but we don't fly out till late day, so I'll be able to, um, I'll, I'll still be able to, you know, pretty well do it on the travel. Um, so, I had to start on the 29th, but I wanted to hunt. They don't let you count the old fucking, uh, you know, I mean, if you're going to be active all day, you know, I'm going to be out rocking basically all fucking day long with a 20, 25-ish, maybe 30-pound day pack hiking around the mountains. No, 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 no. That doesn't count as one of your workouts. You have to dedicate a period of time to the workout. So I got up at like fucking four, put on, I actually put a little extra weight in a pack. I don't think it was too much, 30-ish pounds maybe. Threw, threw it on and hiked up the two track by camp, up the mountain, a mile and a half, turned around, mile and a half back, so I got my 45 minute first workout in and then I'd pretty much eaten all my food that I had brought, which I brought some decent, okay stuff, but, uh, like Laura bars. I like them Laura bars with the, the peanut butter ones. They're like peanut butter chocolate chip, but I'm not eating any, I'm not eating any chocolate and I'm not, uh, I'll explain kind of what I'm doing for diet, but, uh, I had pretty much eaten all that stuff, so all I had left was jerky and, like, cheese. Like, good organic cheese. Um, so, that's kind of what I was eating throughout the day on that hunt. 
ended up almost having some luck happen. Some guys, I was kind of up on an area. Since I didn't have a spotter, I just went to an area where I had seen the goats quite a bit of times and was kind of just hoping they'd move in there. I almost got lucky. Some guys, the other hunters, spooked these uh, ibex. They were running right up to me. I had to sprint around this rock and get to this other the uh, other cut that they were they were literally in it when I last saw them. They were coming up it. If they'd have kept coming like they normally would, they would have been right in like come right by me. And uh, I don't know what happened. The wind was good. Maybe since those other hunters were kind of off down in the valley there or whatever, or down on that little mound or whatever. They were, I don't know where they came from a weird spot, kind of down in the valley, kind of down and by the, these, uh, out outcroppings of rocks. And I don't know, they veered more off to my, they veered more off to the left of that deal and, and ended up coming out a couple hundred yards away. And, uh, I didn't have an opportunity and that was it. That was kind of my last hoorah. I ended up calling it a day a little early. Grabbed a little lunch, which was... That's the only good thing about this. What I'm doing... I'll, I'll explain my diet here. I, well, let's just jump into it. Fuck it. Hunt's over. Let me just tell you what I'm doing. And I'm sure I'm going to get some fucking criticism or, oh, that's not a good enough diet or, oh, that's not... You're not doing it right. Go fuck yourselves. Um, so what I'm doing, so if you don't know what 75 hard is, I'm just going to tell you, most people probably do. It's a challenge. I don't know if you, I don't know. The guy that made it up would probably hate that word. I don't know. I've listened to him a few times. It's supposed to be a mental challenge, uh, which I think it kind of is, but uh, it's not so much a physical challenge, which, so you're supposed to work out twice a day. 45 minutes each. They can't be back-to-back. They have to be like three hours apart. Uh, One has to be outside. There's no real, um, like, it doesn't, like, there's no detail, like, you can't do this or that. I mean, there is some of that stuff. There's some stipulations they have in there, like, you know, like, stretching doesn't, if you, you know, do a stretching workout. You just have to use your fucking brain. Like, it does it feel like an actual workout? Yes, okay, it counts, you know? I mean, walking can be a, considered a, a workout, um, but you can't just be out just fucking picking daisies, you know? You gotta be moving. Um, I, uh, what I'm doing for my workouts is I get up early, go for a run. I'm trying to run, right now I'm doing five miles, uh, and then that's not quite 45 minutes. Yeah, it's probably like two, it's like three minutes short of 45 minutes. And I am, when I get to five, I briskly walk the last three minutes or whatever to, to let my heart rate come down. Um, I've done a couple of, of rucks. Like I said, that one I rucked. Um, and then I got, I drove part way home. And then when I got, to a hotel I actually went for a five mile run which is fucking brutal I had like 30,000 steps that day Um, my watch said I did like 17 miles or some shit like that between the ruck the run 
and then the hunting. Um, yeah, I'm bragging. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm running, and then um, today I actually about once a week or a couple times. I don't know. I'm trying to do as much of this with my wife as I can. I think that's a big uh, plus for marriages. I think it's a great, you know, I'm not a marriage counselor, but I will say that we've become a lot closer to one another, less fighting. Not that we fought very much anyway, but it just brings us a lot. It just gives us something to do and talk about, um, something to do together. So sometimes we've been rucking because that's what she does. She's doing the challenge with me and, uh, she's not, she hasn't, she hasn't been a runner as much since she hurt herself. She, um, fucked up her knee and had to have surgery on it a year or two ago. I don't remember. It's been a little bit, but it's just never been the same. And she's never really got back into the running thing. Um, but she's been rucking. She bought a a weight vest. She's got like a 20 pound weight vest that she's been wearing this morning. She wore a backpack with, uh, 30 pounds in it, which that's fucking impressive. Now we're not doing mountains or anything like that. Like we've got some trails and stuff we might go do, but there's not a ton of elevation. We're just trying to, you know, get our heart rate up. And I know I've heard different things about zone you know, two or whatever, keeping your heart rate down burns more fat. I don't know. Um, but I've been doing that here and there. And then in the afternoons, evening time, I've been doing, I lift, I do a, I'm just, I don't even give a fuck. Make fun of me. I don't know how to lift. So I've been following a program. It's called lift. Well, it's lift more, which I've done lift four before. Uh, this one is just mostly lifting, but there is a a little bit of hit two or three days a week. It's a five day program. Everything's about 40 to 45 minutes. And if it's not quite 45 minutes, I get on our little stationary bike and ride the rest of the way out sometimes to 50 minutes just to, uh, accommodate for, uh, whatever stretching that we do during the fucking program. I don't know. I don't really give a fuck. I'm working out twice a day, 45 minutes each at least. One of them is outside usually. I haven't been tested too much yet with the uh, weather. Uh, It's been cold, but I've been doing that for a while now. It's, you know, been 15, 14 degrees outside with wind chills. And so that's not so much fun, but doing that. Uh, The gallon of water, like I said, that's easy. Um, you're supposed to read 10 pages in a nonfiction book. I'm reading The Iron Cowboy. Pretty good book. My wife is reading The Carnivore Code by Paul Saladino. Because we were like, oh, we're going to get into like this diet stuff. And, and she's like, no offense to Paul. Not that he would ever hear this because no one, you know, whatever. But it's more of a fucking textbook than a... Uh, enjoyable, you know, learning experience. A lot of big words. She's not (laughs) probably enjoying her book as much as I am, but uh, um, once you start a book, you're supposed to finish it. That's what I'm doing. Um, And then you're supposed to take a progress picture every day. That's kind of gay. I've been staying on that track. I did the other day think that I fucking forgot to take it. 
And I'm not kidding you, I about lost my fucking mind. I literally got hot in the face. It was like four in the morning. I just got up. I was like, oh my God, tell me I didn't just fail over the, you know, and, and, and again, it's, it's like, does that really matter towards the goal now? But I want to try to actually complete it. Um, so anyway, I, uh, I had taken it. It was no big deal. And then, um, I got to pull over here cause I don't know where I'm going. I'm on my way to pick up some milk some whole milk on my way home here. Not whole milk. Um, raw milk. I love raw milk. Paul Saladino is correct on that one. I'm a big fan. Uh, anyway, before I go into diet, I'm just going to cut this off because I'm going to get cut off anyway. It's 52 minutes in. Cuts me off at one minute or at one hour. I'm going to find where I'm going and then I'll jump back on here and continue this joyous podcast for your listening enjoyment. Hold on a minute. All right, I'm back. I am back. Loaded with some milk. God dang it. They didn't they only had one jar left. I did get some eggs though. Yes. I'm that moron now. Now I'm buying, I'm spending a fuckload of money on organic, raw, all those fucking hippy-dippy words. <sighs> Where was I? I was talking about my diet. That fucking fits right in. We're segueing right into it. I honestly have been kind of playing with uh, what I want to do not just for 30 days or 75 days I kind of have been playing with this diet idea for a long time molding it shaping it why wh- here wh- what I don't understand tell me this riddle me this why in the fuck are all these smart people like Paul Saladino and I mean, there's so many doctors and very smart people. And I'm not saying they're all wrong or they're all right. Um, I would say none of them. I just can't figure out why there isn't just one gospel or one kind of semi. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I guess to me, it should be science and science should be like pointing one direction. And I guess we know that that's not true. I, I, I think everybody's body is different. I think, uh, science is a very, uh, I don't know. I guess I just don't think it's something that could be nailed down to one or other or whatever. What, what works for you doesn't work for somebody else, vice versa. So I'm not prescribing to anyone like, dead set diet like I'm not saying I'm carnivore I'm vegan I'm not doing that Uh, I'm calling mine well it's basically a a whole foods diet because to me that is how that's the one that makes the most sense I guess that's my simple fucking moron brain that's the one that I'm like okay I can buy that you know these people are like broccoli's bad for you maybe it is 
but is it? You know what I mean? Like, maybe there is some fucking uh, toxins or the... I don't know what they call them. Like, I guess plants have something in them. And maybe they do. It, it makes them so you shouldn't eat them. But I guess if you replace a candy bar with a piece of broccoli, you've done something good. Um, I don't know. I guess what I'm doing is a whole more whole foods diet and... It's kind of how I try to eat most of the time anyway. But but the thing about me is if I don't have this thing where I'm like, <clears throat> no cheats, zero, none, or you lose, or you lose. I have to have like this, this inner monologue of you lose, not, oh, you'll just die sooner. <laughs> Apparently that's not enough. I have to have, have like this challenge that I'm going to lose immediately. You know, in the present. I can't be like, oh, hey, stop eating fucking ice cream. You're gonna fuck, and sugar, you're gonna fucking die 10 years earlier. I'm like, meh. I'll have a fucking, you know, Dairy Queen fuck concrete mixer, please. Extra Reese's. This is how I operate. I do not, I, I just, I suck. I'm, I'm, I'm weak. I'm very weak. When it comes to like making myself work out or or doing stupid hard shit uh, that sucks, being cold, getting in a cold plunge, any of that kind of shit, I can make myself do. But unless I have some sort of uh, thing that I just cannot veer from, because on diet, if I'm just like, all right, just do the best you can, and you know, you get a cheat meal here and there. Well, my fucking cheat meals are 7,000 calories, okay? And then I've uploaded so much sugar into my body that I'm like DTing from it for the next three fucking days and I can't... That's the thing. I think everybody's on board with sugar bad, you know, sugar bad, like cane sugar or whatever, processed sugar processed I think everybody could get on that wagon processed sugar bad so that's what that's like my first no-no I'm not eating processed sugar now with that being said I'm still consuming fruit I'm still consuming some honey um I've kind of went like I don't want to put a real percentage on it, but I'm kind of, I put it in my book that I'm doing 80% animal-based, which is pretty close. I mean, I eat a lot of of meat and eggs and milk now. This milk's supposed to be good for your gut. You know, that kind of shit is, I'm on board with. Uh, that's why I kind of was drawn to Paul's whatever his his diet because he he still eats honey uh just natural stuff you know everything that's everything that's raw it's got to be raw honey you know locally sourced that kind of shit organic no sugars if you can get it unpasteurized or whatever unheated that's that's what i'm trying to accomplish Uh, we're trying to do decent on the fruit but we live in the middle of the country and 
our fruit supply is garbage, all right? And I'll be honest, I know the fact that just because it says organic doesn't mean that it actually is, or I know there's some ways around some of this shit, and I know, like, you can pick up, like, here's a, for instance, I left peanut butter in my diet, but I just went to uh, all-natural peanut butter, which is basically just peanuts crushed. I mean, if you look at the ingredients list, it should just say peanuts. That's it. <laughs> um, so I went to that. It is delicious. I, I love it. I don't, I try to limit it still. Um, but I do eat a little bit of that. And, uh, and where was I going with that? But okay. So you go to the store and you pick up the organic brand, uh, peanut butter. Look at the back of it because there might be seven different ingredients on there. They're all organic ingredients. You know, they were all organically grown, including the sugar they add to it. Um, which I know I'm probably just preaching to people. You're like, oh, no shit, Jake. You fucking, I knew that fucking 10 years ago. I knew that when back when you were just a fucking seed and your daddy's ah. Oh, fuck. I hate those people. Um, I'm not trying to teach you anything. I'm just telling you what I've learned. Uh, yeah. So I've just cut out as much sugar as possible. Now, again, I'm still getting carbs and I'm still eating fructose or whatever the fuck it is um the bad kind of sugar i guess there's whatever um which is in fruit and honey and and some of that stuff a a lot of people would just say that's the same it's same 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 time same okay well calm the fuck down maybe it is the same but it's not the same delivery mechanism it's the shit that we've been eating as humans since the dawn of fucking time, all right? I'm okay with it. Yeah, I know it's covered in pesticides, whatever. I do the best I can with where I live, okay? I I used to eat three fucking cheeseburgers and fucking about 17 ice cream cones a fucking week, you know, a month, a year ago, okay? I'm probably a lot better off with where I'm at now. It's a fucking marathon not a sprint um so yeah i'm eating organic stuff just i'm just gonna go over like a normal day and you guys just because just because i got the time i got another 45 minute drive until i get home um wake up do my do my workout my 45 minute workout uh i jump in the sauna right after that and read. That's a good time for me to read. I read for about, well, I don't know. It takes me a lot longer to read 10 pages than I thought it would. So I'm in there for 30 minutes. I get that done, kill two birds with one stone. Um, I'm usually getting up around 4, 4 4.15 and I'm on my run. A lot of times I'll stretch in the mornings early while I watch some Western Hunter. That's the greatest show ever. I love that show. Uh, watch some Western Hunter, do a little stretching, then I go for my run, then I'm in the sauna reading. Okay, we're caught up. Um, I start running about 4.50, then I'm in the sauna, 
once I get out of there. It's about a little after six by that time. Um, I jump in the cold plunge, which is fucking the worst. That's seriously the hardest thing out of the whole morning. Getting up early, going for a five mile run in the 18 degree weather, sitting in the hot box for 30 minutes and reading. All of that takes, what, an hour and a half? And I fucking hate the three minutes I spend in that freezer the worst. So I get in there. When I get out of there, it's usually around, I have it set at 35 degrees. Um, usually it's somewhere between 33 and a half and 36. It just varies. I don't know. Um, do that. But when I get out of there, I feel like a million dollars and I'm starving. I am fucking starving. By the time I've, I, I haven't done any, I haven't eaten any food. Now, I do start my day with a scoop of Elevate Warrior Fuel. You all know I like Warrior Fuel. And I know I don't even get a fucking kickback or free shit or anything. Just buy it. I like it. Scoop of Elevate. And then I add, um, my wife bought us, um, oh fuck, what is it? The electrolyte mix shit. The uh, salty stuff. Um, the, I don't know what the fuck it's called. Anyway, we, uh, I throw that in with that elevate, slam that bitch about a half hour after I wake up. I try to do it as far out as, I don't try to slam my caffeine right away. I know I've listened to Huberman and he says you need to wait like an hour, hour and a half, maybe even two hours before you take your caffeine to be the most, but I want that shit. I want that pick-me-up. I want to have it in my system when I run. So I take that, and then I'm usually chugging one of my Nalgene bottles before I even go for a run. I'm almost done with my first Nalgene bottle, which is about 34 ounces. Um, when I get out of the cold plunge, I go inside. I'm starving. Uh, the kids... I've been trying... My goal is to try to also... like. That's the funny thing. We've been on this diet and then we feed our kids poison. Cereal and <laughs> McDonald's. And uh, sometimes you just got to do it because you just, <laughs> you know, so sometimes kids just need that kind of shit. You know, you can't, can't deprive them of being a kid. I'm not going to make my kids be like, fuck that. All you're eating is fucking meat. Meat and maybe a fucking Brussels sprout. Or a broccoli now and then. Nope! Broccoli's poison, kid. Drop that fuck. Okay, enough. Anyway. <clears throat> so, Ben, my goal is to try to get my kids a decent breakfast before I take them to school. Uh, we've been doing eggs. They like runny eggs. They like uh, over easy eggs. So, I've been grilling them up some eggs, myself included. I'll usually eat three or four eggs and I fry them. If I fry them in anything, it's a light butter spread. Organic if you needed to know. Or I don't know, it's like a, I don't know what it's called. It's from another country. It's really good. It's good for searing steaks in. Really good. Ah, fuck. Kerrygold, I think is what it's called. It's expensive. This is an expensive life. I'm not gonna lie to you. But so is eating out every other fucking meal. Um, 
I'd usually do eggs and then maybe some sort of fruit. Sometimes we have bacon left over from the weekend or some sort of meat and I'll eat that. But for the most part, it's just eggs and like an orange. And that's all I try to do in the morning. Now, if I get up like this morning and I don't wanna eat, I wanna limit my calories. This morning I had um, just a protein shake, which I know I've been told those protein shakes are garbage. Don't eat, don't drink those. But I drink one of those. Um, and then I had a little bit of like a tiny little piece of sourdough. Something. My wife's been making sourdough things. Um, so it's like a little tiny cupcake sourdough thing. All it is is it, it, it has nothing in it but water, like organic flour and this yeast shit that live cultures or whatever so it's it's relatively healthy I uh, supposedly I'm sure I'll get someone to tell me not to eat it because everybody likes to fucking give their two cents um, which is fine if you know what you're talking about I'll heat it I'm not going to promise you I'll try it now I will try it probably eventually but I'm enjoying what I'm doing I'm feeling good so I'm going to continue <clears throat> um, then I go to work and uh, <clears throat> at lunch, I'll usually come back and have, um, I, usually it's like either what we had the night before, part of that, or a lot of times on the weekends we'll make some extra shit, like some, some uh, moose burger. Um, we usually just make a bunch of burgers and, and grill them and eat what we have, and then we store the rest, so I'll eat those. Um, if I'm eating, like, if I'm eating, like, moose burger is kind of dry. We don't cut our meat with any fat. I like it that way because you can make jerky out of it. And it's just a lean, it's just a lean, good tasting meat. But it does get dry. So a lot of times I'll put butter on it. Or um, I, what I've been doing is I like um, cottage cheese, the organic cottage cheese or whatever. It's just, whatever, it's milk and, I don't know, whatever. It doesn't have any added sugar or whatever cottage cheese and I put a little bit of uh, Frank's red hot sauce on it and mix it in and that doesn't show anything bad in it you know it's only two or three ingredients in that Frank I like things with only a few ingredients that I kind of know what they are um, I'm not perfect we're still doing a few things that aren't perfect but for the most part it's not bad and that's a really good like sauce replacement because I like that hot sauce, but then also the coolness of the of the uh, cottage cheese. Plus, you get some protein out of it. It's fucking great, and it's low calorie. Um, awesome! It's an awesome sauce. <laughs> uh, and then a lot of times with lunch, I will do maybe another piece of fruit. Just depends on how I'm feeling. If I'm feeling, you know, good or run down or whatever. Um, and then I've got, I, I will say, I've got this honey that is like, it's, I don't know what they call it. I think, um, crystallized honey, you know, how, how honey gets like a, a hardened form of it. It's almost like a, a, uh, hardened butter. It's just natural honey, but it just becomes in a solid form. Well, I have that, and every now and then, if I'm feeling just, like, run down or I, well, after I eat, like, I'm in that habit of wanting something sweet. 
and uh, I'll just take like a little spoonful of that and it just immediately gives it it, it cures my sugar rush I, and I know everybody's like probably saying you're doing the exact same thing you might as well eat a fucking candy bar alright so you're saying 10 ounces of, of pure honey is I might as well go get me a fucking candy bar. Go suck my cock. Like, fuck off. I don't believe that. I think honey has a lot of benefits. Yeah, maybe if you ate, like, the tub, it would not be good. And obviously, I'm trying to limit my honey consumption. But that is something... That's a cheat code that I've been using. And uh, I think it's a good quality... I think it may... I, I feel fine. I feel great. It's... I need... As active as I am... I, I think the carbs... I'm just trying to kind of watch my macros... And keep them fairly balanced. Um, a little bit lower on the fats. But other than that, fairly balanced between protein and carbs. It's been... I've been feeling good. Feeling great. Um, what I have noticed... And I haven't gone all keto, so I don't know. You know, I'm sure if you just eat meat for fucking two weeks and you once you shit through a screen uh, and you are ready in, in ketosis, I'm sure it's the greatest thing in the world. You have all the energy in the world. But when I don't eat enough carbs right now, I feel like garbage. I feel like I can't run fucking half a mile. I don't feel good. I feel tired. I don't like it. So I'm just going to stay with it. Um, afternoon, I try not to eat anything. I do a little more work, whatever I got to do. Maybe I'm, you know, like I said, we're a little slower right now. So maybe I'm doing some shit at the house or in the shop. And uh, late afternoon, mid-afternoon, I try to, uh, I take um, some more warrior fuel. I actually try to take this by, before 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It's a big heaping scoop of caffeine so sometimes I work out over lunch sometimes I work out in the afternoon Um, sometimes like today I'm going to get home late I'm not going to take it because it's a lot of caffeine Uh, but I take his uh, shredded pump and then I mix a little creatine in with it I, I, I do the opposite of what he says to do I chug it and then I do whatever I'm doing for about a half an hour and then I feel like a fucking like I'm gonna rip a hole in the wall and uh, I go down in my dungeon my workout room and I lift weights the baby weights um, do that workout I was telling you about and then uh, once I finish that I'll do a few more things kids get home cook supper and usually for supper we're doing some sort of protein uh, a lot of it is wild, either uh, bear roast that I put in in the morning. We do that, or we do, um, you know, once or twice a week. We're doing wild game about, well, I don't know what percentage it would be, but two meals a week we are doing, uh, like, steaks, get good ribeyes and cook them on the grill. And then one other night a week, we do like a seafood thing with uh, shrimp and scallops. 
lot of protein in shrimp and scallops, and it's low calorie and it's delicious. Cook it in butter, it's, del- uh, it's fucking amazing. And then we'll have some kind of a maybe a vegetable sometimes, maybe some. Uh, I still want to get my carbs in that, you know, I'm trying to watch my macros, so sometimes we eat a sweet potato or a potato. Uh, my dad grew a bunch of potatoes, so they're fucking, they're organic as organic gets. Um, and then, uh, every now and then, I love peas. I'm a big, I love peas with butter and salt on them. It's my favorite. So I'm not going to give those up. Uh, we have those now and then. I know this is boring shit, but it's just shit that I've learned and, and I'm enjoying it. I mean, I'm actually fucking enjoying it. Um, I do get cravings now and then. I was in Rapid today, and all I wanted to do is get ice cream or a cookie or something. I did not. I did good. I went to a steakhouse. That's it's the only bad thing is it's a get, getting a little expensive because when you're on the road, about the only place that you can eat and feel good about it is a fucking steakhouse. And I said no to the bread. I had a steak, a, sa- a little side salad, and uh, a sweet potato. No... I said, hold the sugar, hold the, whatever, the uh, cinnamon sugar. And uh, yeah, so, and then we do some rice now and then, just because my daughter really likes rice. I don't mind rice. Like last night we did, I had a moose shank that I had cooked all day in some organic, I know you're going to get tired of me saying it. I, I feel so fucking gay, so prissy, like I eat organic. What a fucking loser. Uh, but it... <laughs> just trying to be a little healthier and a little poorer. That's all I'm trying to do here. Uh, but I just basically took a big moose shank, threw it in the crock pot at 4 a.m. with some um, organic uh, tomato sauce. Covered it in tomato sauce, cooked it all day. And then at the end of the day, I took and... Um, pressure cooked it for like 20 more minutes and then when I took it out it was super tender you just cut it it looks like it's the meat portion that doesn't have the the uh, tendons in it or whatever it gets a little tiny dry but that's what the sauce is for so I put a little bit of rice down a bed of rice and then a bunch of meat and then covered it in um, some of that sauce and again there's no sugar in the sauce it's just pureed i mean there's probably some oils or fucking i know we're not completely cutting out seed oils but we're trying for the most part i mean obviously i'm eating peanut butter it's got fucking it's seed oil in in itself um but i'm trying to like not use seed oil if we cook meat in a pan or whatever we use butter or we use uh bare grease bare tallow um, I don't know. It's all the rage. You should try it. It's, uh, I, I, I feel better, but how would you not? You know what I mean? Like, how would you not feel better after eating garbage for so long? Um, I don't know on the weight thing. I'm still, I, I'm a glutton. Like, I like to eat. My calories right now are somewhere in the neck of the they're somewhere between 2,700 and 3,000. I know that sounds high, but at the at this point, I'm 185 pounds, and I really don't. I mean, I want to get. I'm I'm skinny, 
I'm skinny fat still. Like I still got fat to lose. Um, and I'm trying not to add any more fat to that, but and I know people say don't base anything off of your watch. It's not accurate. Well, I have got if I'm working out, if I'm running 5 miles a day, working and not crazy like right now we're not crazy busy, so it's not like extraining, but I'm on my feet pretty much the rest of the day. Um, and then I'm lifting and then on my feet all afternoon, evening with the kids. How could I not be burning more than 3,000 calories? All right. I, I feel like that's, I've got to be burning somewhere between three and 3,500. And for me, you know, it's not, it's not about what the scale says, even though it pisses me off every time I get on it and it's fluctuating. Weight's so weird. You can get on it at one point in the day and it's like fucking five pounds heavier than what you were this morning. And I know it's water weight, whatever. It is what it is. Um, but I'm, I'm, I don't want to be like super skinny. Like I want to get more muscly and, and, uh, I want to look Jack just in case Snyder comes after me. Um, <laughs> oh God, guess what? He called me the other day. I don't know why. Uh, I didn't answer. I was hunting with my kids. I thought about calling him back, but you know what? All it was going to lead to is a screaming match over the phone, threatening, a childish exchange on my part as well, because I cannot fucking handle it. Um, I'm, I, I'm terrible. Um, so I just ignored it. He hasn't called back. We'll leave it alone. But I was trying to think like, what the fuck? I really haven't done anything of late you know I didn't release this last podcast which was my black sheep podcast talking about all these companies and people that have that have kind of turned their backs on me because because of Snyder and all this shit and uh, there were some intimate details in there and I just was like no I'm not going to do this I'm not going to post it so I didn't post it I know I'm going to get some messages hey man I want to hear that podcast I just I just want to be done with it I don't fucking care I just don't care. I also had, I just did a a review on these Mystery Ranch packs that I've been using. Fuck, as soon as I post something about a different pack, I get a, oh, it looks like a Kafaru fucking uh, whatever striker. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess. But I'll be honest with you. 100% honest. This is honest to God truth. Swear to God. I think that the Mystery Ranch is more comfortable. By, by I mean, you're splitting hairs. Kafaro was comfortable, but I think the, the waist belt, and it fits my back. Maybe it's just me. Fucking people calling me. God damn it. Anyway, um, so I think the, the uh, Mystery Ranch fits me better by a little bit. It's a little more comfortable. It's a little heavier, and it, and it squeaks a little bit when you, when you weight them down. I don't know why. Um, doesn't really bother me. I haven't really seen any. And it's not even that bad. Um, I'll be honest. The Kafaro beats the Stone Glacier. But with weight. With weight. Now, without weight, I don't think that's the case. Those are the only three quality packs I've used. And, uh, yes, I know. Mystery Ranch is made overseas. Fuck. I don't think... I don't know. I don't want to say anything, but I'd be surprised if... I don't know. I'm not going to say anything about 
Mount Kefaro or or uh, or um, whatever Stone Glacier. I like some Stone Glacier products. Their ba- their uh, sleeping bags are awesome. I've used their gaiters. They're they seem pretty legit. I, I like I like them, but I'm not going to use it unless it's the best. And I actually didn't switch to Mystery Ranch because of any reason. I paid full price. I've told this story before, but I'll tell it again. I got the idea from a, a guide that guided me on a my mountain caribou hunt. That's all he does. That's all he does is guide, and he swore by him. We actually put weight in my Stone Glacier when we packed out, and then we put weight in his Mystery Ranch. So I wore my stone for a while, and then I wore his Mystery Ranch, and I was like, fuck. That thing carries weight way fucking better. So I, I actually did a side-by-side um, comparison, and his pack actually had more weight in it. So that's why I fucking changed. Has nothing to do with anything. Some guy fucking said, "Oh, you, you can't, you can't say that that foreign shit's better than the fucking than this American made." Listen, I love American-made shit. I think it's the way to go. I think that's the greatest. But I'll fucking promise you right the fucking minute. And I haven't worn Origin, so this is kind of just off the cusp and kind of feeling out knowing kind of what it's going to be and what other people have told me but it ain't, I ain't fucking selling my Kuyu to wear Origin just because it's made in the USA it's going to have to prove the product has to prove itself now Kafaru is a good product 100% it is it's just led by a fucking narcissistic cunt okay that's it I'm not fucking I'm not going to support it at all not gonna lie to you but i am honest to god now i will say if if just like the stone i had fucking thousands of dollars paid full price for the stone as well and i fucking sold them all and bought all these mr ranch thank god it worked out i like it now i'm not gonna say in a year am i not gonna be wearing something else because somebody let me try something i don't know i don't know but for right now i'm sold and I am no affiliation. I don't even have a fucking... I'd like to. I'd like to have a fucking friend in the in Mystery Ranch. If you are a Mystery Ranch guy and you can get me in, fucking holla! <laughs> I like it. But I'm going to pay full price if I need to. That's this... I don't care. Um, God damn it. How did we get on that fucking tangent? Uh, I guess we were... Probably because I was saying Snyder called me. Don't know. Don't care. Uh, What else? All right. One last little tidbit story to make this podcast even longer for you folks. Because I've been been out of the... I hadn't done a podcast in two weeks and it pissed some people off. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, oh, God. This guy calls me today. What a fucking asshole. Um... (laughs) I did, I said the words to him. I said, now don't get testy with me now. (laughs) I literally said that shit. I have no fucking clue where that came from. It was actually a lack of, like I didn't have anything else. I didn't know what else to say. Like I couldn't say, don't be a cunt. Because I I am a little more uh, civil in my business. A little, not much, a little. 
the F word still gets dropped a fair bit. Um, but <laughs> this, all right, sorry. I had to, that was the first time I've actually edited a fucking. I said a bad word, and I'd say it in front of my friends. I say it. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you can guess what word it was, uh, but uh, it's not. I don't need that kind of heat, and I don't use it in the derogatory word, the uh, the racist terms. I use it just as a horrible word to say out loud. <laughs> Oh, God. Anyway, um, hopefully I remember to edit it out. I guess no one listens to this podcast anyway, so. Um, But this little voltage guy, he's being kind of a cocksucker. And uh, we have these giant fans. They're actually called big-ass fans, which is kind of cool. I like that company. Um, But we're hanging this fan, and on the prints it says that the fire alarm has to shut the fan off. And their their hired man told told my hired man that no we don't run that wire. So my guy tells me I'm like what the fuck? It's fire alarm wire. He's like yeah. It's like bullshit. So I call his boss, and his boss was like mm, no we do that. I don't know why you wouldn't have ran. I said well maybe it's miscommunication. No big deal. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. I just wanted to know why you guys weren't running it. And he's like, all right, I'll figure it out. I mean, we ran all the pipe, fucking did everything but fucking put the wire in there for him and hook it up. And uh, then the next down boss calls me, who's who I thought was the guy that did the job. He calls me and he says, well, I don't know why Steve didn't run that wire. I, we should have run it. Uh, let me call him. So then, so, so I think I just got Steve all pissed off because I must have got him in trouble. Which fuck? If you're not gonna do your job, you're gonna get in, go fuck yourself. So he was being kind of a cocksucker on the phone, just being a, you know, like, uh, well, we didn't run that that original wire to those other two fans. The, you know, the part of the project. This is a an add-on to a project that we didn't do. We didn't do the other. I said I don't. Neither did I. I didn't do that fucking job. I said, but it's fire alarm wire. Your boss says you're going to do it. It's in your quote. What, what, what the fuck do you want me to do? I've already run the pipe for you. you. You can't pull the fucking wire and hook it up? Jesus Christ. You mean you were there for two days and that $12,000 I'm going to pay your fuck company is not enough? Jesus. Barely had any fucking parts. I, I need to be a fire alarm guy. That is fucking 100% true. But anyway, so I can hear this fucking cocksucker on the phone, like, you know, in the background. He must have had an apprentice with him or something. You know, he's doing that old, like, oh, this fucking guy. You know, like, under his breath. Like, I can I can tell he's fucking, like, so old Jake over here says, don't get testy with me now. <laughs> Jesus. I regretted it the minute I said it. Um, I think it fucking surprised him, too, because he was like, testy he kind of like chuckled but then he was like kind of mad that i said it i don't know Uh, i ain't getting testy i said well your boss said you're gonna be there on friday we ain't gonna be there friday we're in ogallala i said well i don't he said i let me finish he said you were either be there friday or monday i said you have to be job walkthrough is on friday 
but they'll give us first part of next week to finish a few things. Get it done. Holy shit. I just, I just, these people, these cocksuckers, these, you know what I mean? All right, stay tuned next week. I got a guest coming on. I got a fucking guest. I have decided. Uh, while I was in New Mexico, I was listening to uh, my pal, my friend, my acquaintance, a guy I actually respect. He just had me on his podcast, Brian Barney. I was listening to his podcast, some of his solo ones. Now, this is a human being that is tougher than me, works harder than me, hunts better than me, and is probably going to heaven instead of hell because he's pretty clean, I think. I mean, I, I, I said we're friends. We're Facebook friends, and we talk on the phone now and then, text messages, whatever. I don't know his demeanor, so it'll probably be a little less cussing involved, but I really want to get a few of these people on that I respect that work hard, that, you know, he runs his own business, and every now and then, like, if you go listen to Eastman's Elevated, you'll know what I mean, like, he's a, he's, he puts me to shame, and, uh, running a business, and talking about, you know, how he, uh, has to work so many hours, and, and then, like, he goes and runs, like, 10 miles a day, motherfucker's a, a goer, I was like, all right, this is a guy that is, that embodies earn your hunt and instead of having a conversation I'm hoping it can be laid back because I don't know how to interview people very well I'm not an interviewer Um, I'm actually doing the podcast tomorrow with him Um, this podcast will actually probably go out tomorrow um, and then I'll post his sometime next week if it hopefully it'll be good Uh, I'm actually having him record it because I don't know how to record people unless they're in the vehicle with me (laughs) <laughs> but I'm going to put this podcast out and we're going to focus more on we're just going to let the, the conversation go where it goes I told him, you know, I might swear don't worry about it um, whatever goes what you know, I just want to kind of get his philosophy on how to balance that work family hunting from someone else's perspective the earn your hunt thing, like that is the whole point of earn your hunt. Um, so I'm gonna have him on. I've got a few other guys that I that I respect in the in the uh, realm. He's just the first one. I don't know. I'm not gonna do a lot of guests because I don't want to have to work that hard at this. Uh, but I am gonna have him on. Should be a good one. So uh, I guess with that, I gotta edit this little dabble out, and I'll get. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to you next week. You fuckers! Get back to work!